Okay, so welcome to Friday evenings of meditation. Um, I think Shihan asked me to give the talk. <laughs> um, for those that maybe didn't know, didn't receive the message, so today is my birthday. And it's very interesting, it has been very interesting, my relationship with my birthday. Because when I was younger, I didn't like it. And then as a practice now, I had to tell to myself, yes, it's my birthday. And it's good to feel good and then to receive all the love that people express to me and then receiving. And and, and sometimes we are not getting used to, to receive. We are so, I am quite a giver, you know, provider and giving and taking care of people, but, but sometimes, you know, the scale goes to just one side. It has to be on both sides. So it's a practice. It's a practice to receive it. It's a practice to feel joyful is a practice to honoring honoring and celebrate things that we do online on life and so tonight uh, I'd like to share with you uh, a little bit some some quotes or some teachings that have been very inspired to me to do this this practice so I've been doing this practice since 1996 I started in Mexico Mexico City and I never thought that it was going to unfold in the way how has been unfolding and and to be honest um, i'm very very happy with my life and and i don't know if we i don't know who might be myself if i don't have this practice um there, there was one person before the practice and the new person after this practice the, this practice has touched me deeply that I decided to give my life to this practice. <laughs> um, and then more moments of joy and contentment than struggle. And it's amazing how this practice changed change the perspective of problems just change the lens and then we have we have our problems but until now I can take a good good sleep so I don't have insomnia until now <laughs> um, so and the first uh, one of the first one am I early years of sitting 
it was one phrase that my teacher, my teacher, my Korean teacher, Samusumini, told me. When I asked quite a stupid question, and that time it was very stupid, but so it was comparison of books and practice. And so, and he encouraged me, he, he, he encouraged me to, to do the practice by the first hand. So he said, Zen is about, about you really do it by the first hand, have the experience. So Zen is when you make the decisions this evening to come here. And Zen is when you come here and we are sitting in this meditation hall. Now it's a meditation hall. It's quite a beautiful and big hall. And then and then and get a, get over of Zen is in a temple. And traditional Asian temple or Japanese temple or thinking like a Zen is shaving your head. So Zen is really when you see it is to see what is happening when you are in silence and when you are when you are just only with yourself in very intimate way you might love it or you might hate it but that is zen it's just to be so close who you really are and then and then he say he told me say just take take for the first hand experience so he was telling me don't don't think that your experience is what you are reading. What you are reading is second-hand experience or maybe third-hand experience. So you have to test what those books that are saying. So, and, 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 and the phrase that I was going to mention is, uh, or the advice, or he said, keep doing this when, when the pass of the time, you will realize that you are the center or the origin. I think he said the origin. The origin of the whole universe. And that just phrase is just I couldn't get it in that time. It's like, how can I be the origin <laughs> of the whole universe? And which is true. When the pass of the time, this has end, is 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 a way of melting melting this construction of this idea of this identity that we call i so zen is is gonna teach us is gonna yeah teach us that this i is totally connected there is not separation with everything that we are experiencing. It's almost like a like a fish in the water or the birth and the air. So those the bear and the air is so close to the element of the air is so intimate and the same with the fish to the water is so intimate. The doesn't have perception about what water it is. If he, you pull out the fish out of the water, obviously it's going to die. So in the same way for ourselves, 
the human being is that life. Life is too close. So, but this life is what makes us what, the, what we call Buddha nature, or the Buddha, or the awakened one. And then, so this is one of the phrase. And another phrase from him, the, in my journey, obviously, when I came to this practice, um, so I was with a lot of, you know, a lot of suffering, a lot of just troubles in life that was tried to find a gate or something that I can reduce my stress, you know, in Mexico City. And, and then, so when I get into, into this practice, start feeling better or myself and and there was a sense of intuition that there was something something important for me doing this practice. I was more connected, start learning how to connect with myself. So in one of the other phrases that he used to say, this teacher, Samosoni, my teacher, he say, it doesn't matter how bad is your situation, in your life, it doesn't matter how, maybe you're in the bottom of your life, a lot of struggle, problems, suffering, pain. It doesn't matter how bad is your situation, always there is a way to help yourself. And that always there is a way to help yourself. And then, and really found the truth in my first retreat when you really want to get out from the so many days of sitting and hitting the wall. And then I remember that phrase came to me, you know, always there is a way to help yourself. It's just tiny bit, it doesn't have to be a big thing. But always we can have change this or situation or sometimes change our attitude to the situation. Maybe sometimes we need a little courage and the, to do a little step. And that first step is gonna, you know, put us in the second step or third step. Or sometimes we have to make that phone call or sometimes we have to send this email or to connect with that person. And maybe that person help us too. But we had to do the, the effort. So that's something that was very, very, very inspired to me. And another, another, along the way, another quote that was really, really inspired. And, and then, and it was the quote of Dogen, they say, study the way is study the self. So it's this long, long, long quote. It's the, it goes, study, this, study the way is study the self. Study the self is forget the self. Forgetting the self is to be intimate or to be penetrated by the 10,000 things. And then, so that famous quote of this Zen master Dogen from 1200s, Japanese Zen teacher. So what caught me was a study the way, it was like a study Buddha, the Buddhism or a study Zen is a study the self. That was very, I was in the time, I remember that was chasing something outside of myself. I was in this 
reading and journey pursuing and try to get something outside of myself and when he say study the way is study the self it's just like a, all the fingers pointing to myself and that was so clear clear the that phrase taught me just to be responsible for my life just to really take responsibility for your life it was like a, it's up to you it was that question that that quote for me was invitation it's up to you how much you want to get from this practice so if you really want to wake up that was the thing it's really up to me so so that was a shift and and, and many beliefs and many things because I grew up as a Catholic so as a Catholic and then I was hoping that somebody was going to help me that somebody was going to take care of me or somebody has the whole answers that for me and that time it was God and then and then how uh, how this path how Zen told me no you are responsible you are you are the person you so you are the boss so it's, it was so good because I say if I if I sit if I keep practicing the who's gonna get the benefit myself if I don't practicing who's gonna <laughs> Who's gonna suffer myself so it was just make a very clear decision and that was I really started loving this practice of Zen and and, and then and then and that time I didn't um, yeah I, it didn't bother me my beliefs or things like that like I said oh I can do this just really really take responsibility about my life about my feelings about this being so and then <laughs> another phrase came so interesting because this the other phrase came in the same time it was in in zen in zen running away doesn't resolve anything so it's so it's it was for me it was very very good to find I found this book they said in Zen running away doesn't resolve anything because for many years I was obviously I was running away but even I came into Zen practice always I wanted to find a shortcut always I wanted to find an easy practice always I, I wanted to find the, the book that it will have the answer that I was looking for and I found this book <laughs> the, I was running for something I was running f to meet myself fully that was that was I was running away and it's amazing how we postpone so many things when as soon it gets too close to the truth we postpone it we we do something different or it gets difficult this practice and we jump into another practice we go into another tradition it's okay it's, it's fine you know 
sometimes we had to jump, we had to go to, not jumping, but we had to change traditions, we had to change uh, teachers, and, and that's totally fine, it's part, part of our journey, you know, in our spiritual journey. But sometimes, as soon we find a little discomfort, we jump into another thing. And then we find a little discomfort in this, in that tradition, we jump into another, and we jump into another. It's just we are jumping and jumping to one practice, to another practice, to one book from another book, from wherever. So maybe we go into science, we go into psychology, and now we go into, I don't know, in UFOs, or now we become activists. And, so we are jumping and we are, but maybe we are just running away from something and we are running away from ourselves. So then Zen, it doesn't resolve that. So in Zen, you had to go really, really to dive. We say really you had to dive into the swimming pool to get completely wet. <laughs> so that is Zen. And swimming pool is a retreat. <laughs> So here is a bathtub. We are just taking bath. <laughs> so, and another qu another another uh, quote: uh, a friend, uh, one of my mentors, and that time it was my it was I think my first teachings of Zen. And then when I came to the introductory meditation course in Mexico, I was late. I was rushing up, and people were already sitting. Something like this, space like this, there was a, a carpet and people sitting, and, and then I didn't pay attention, so I stepped step on in the carpet with my shoes. And then, and then the teacher shouted, you know, no shoes, no shoes. So this person, the, the one of the, of the seniors, the students, he pulled me and said, no, do, you need have to remove this, your shoes. And then I, I knew it, you know, I was sitting at home, but I thought I was going to take it off right in my spot, no? I never thought that, you know, the shoes that were outside. So I went, I went and I, I took my shoes, and the way how I did it, it just, I just, you know, dump it. And then, and then he said, no, 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 and then I, I walk in, and, and then, and they say, and then he called me, no, no, come, come back, come back, and then I say, no, no, uh, no socks, you know. And so I took my socks, and then I just dropped them, and then I, I went, you know, running to, to get a seat. And he said, no, 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 come back, come back. And then he, he what he did, he, uh, he put the shoes together. And then he got the socks and he roller one and he put it in. And he roller the second one, put it in. But the, when he was doing, doing that, so he, he said, just with a little attention, if you just pay, if you, you pay a little attention into your life, you can avoid 
a lot of suffering. And that was, that was totally true. If you really pay attention in your life, you can avoid a lot of suffering. So, and it's totally true. So what we are doing here is just training that attention. We are just training. So one is the guest and one is the host. For many times we are the guest. And then this practice is teaching us to be the host. Basically to be in charge. And then so so our attention we have a, we have attention but our attention is is just wherever you know it's there here next 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 thing and next thing and next thing because we are into the next thing or maybe we are into the past current the whole thing <laughs> so we or our, our, our attention is not really train and we make poor choices we don't have wisdom that's what the buddha called ignorance we don't have wisdom and then just doing poor choices we create just suffering and suffering and suffering suffering to ourselves and suffering to another people and to other people so that's it was it was a very very um um important uh you know teaching of this this monk and and he became my my mentor in mexico now he's a saint teacher in mexico tuan sunin so but he's if he if he just you put a little attention in your life you can reduce your suffering and the last one that is connected wow this is a miracle just the time <laughs> And the last one is is um, this 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 quote um, is coming from the Diamond Sutra. So it's a very uh, it's a core teachings on Zen, uh, the Diamond Sutra. And then I think you're gonna share something tomorrow about the Diamond yeah. <laughs> tomorrow about the Diamond Sutra. So, so the the Diamond Sutra. Uh, so is really the teachings of of emptiness, or or, or the teachings of the non-self is to really perceive reality from no dualistic view. And then, uh, so when I read the Diamond Sutra a long time ago, the first um, uh, pages, uh, maybe it was the first chapter, second chapter, the Buddha is talking to Subhuti, to one of his disciples. And then, and then with this phrase that the Buddha say, say Many beings have been liberated. Many beings have been, you know, awakened, or many beings have been conduced into nirvana. Many beings have been liberated by these teachings. And then he say at the same time, but 
no one, no a single being had really been liberated. So that contradictory, that contradiction of that phrase really caught me and brought me brought me a lot of a lot of faith in this practice. It's a puzzle, but I can tell you a little what, what is the point of this phrase. So the first part of this phrase is just teaching that we live in dualistic war. You know, we live in dualistic war, you know, in the opposites. There is a sense of separation, and which is true. I am here, and you are there. I am speaking, and you are listening. So one is the speaker, other is the listener. So there are two things, you know. But the second part is talking about the non-dual. It's about the oneness. So here the oneness of the speaker and the listen it will be it will be the communication is it will be the relationship things that we are connecting it's just one thing just i will say the dharma talk so so that's but because what he's talking and i'm not gonna go i don't have the time to explain the whole thing but what he's talking is about the that you have, you have a sense of I when you come to do this practice, and which is truth. It's, it's okay. Shinsan comes to, to sit, you know. Uh, Gloria comes to sit, you know. You, there is a I, there is sitting, it's totally true. But as soon as you get liberated, you realize that Shinsan always has been there. And Gloria has been there, or Dio has been there, always. You cannot remove yourself from this being. It's just, it's, 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 it's the coin. It's the coin. So you see first one side. When you see the other side, you realize they make the coin, but you cannot take away any side because the coin doesn't exist. So that is what what this 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 phrase and then very well known phrase of Suzuki Roshi uh, is another version I could say uh, is very very cle clever he say uh, everybody is perfect as you are you are perfect as you are but you need a little improvement It's the same thing. It's the same thing, you know, but then totally. So, so that's what I wanted to share. Thank you so much. <laughs>